the man who hacked elections today on the world. Marco Werman, a Colombian hacker, says he manipulated elections all over Latin America. This reporter asked him if the same thing's happening in the U.S. He said, think about what's at stake for the presidency of the United States of America. He said, you're kidding yourselves if you think there aren't swarms of people like me doing this same type of work. Also, China's state media says April Fool's jokes are inconsistent with core socialist values. The reaction from Chinese internet users? Basically saying, since you can't believe Chinese state media, every day is in fact April Fool's Day. Plus, the American concert pianist who moved to the edge of a canyon in Mexico. I feel like I'm part of nature. It's utter bliss. Those stories, today on The World. Happy Friday to you. You know, sometimes it's hard to tell if art is imitating life or life is imitating art. Take our first story today. It reminded me of a recent feature film, Our Brand is Crisis. That's about foreign campaign strategists getting a candidate in Bolivia elected to the presidency there by any means necessary. Here's a scene where the candidate, played by Joaquin de Almeida, and the consultant, Sandra Bullock, are in a serious disagreement over campaign strategy. Let me make this clear to you. I am the one in charge. No, 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 see, you're not in charge. What did you just say? Maybe nobody's in charge. Maybe we're all just rolling down a hill and there's no one at the wheel. I don't know. So why can you not say what you're supposed to say? Because I'm not just a puppet for you to play with. Of course you are. Of course you're a puppet. Today, we're hearing that there may have been lots of puppets and not fictional ones. Bloomberg is out with a story about election rigging across Latin America and maybe beyond that's getting a lot of attention, all courtesy of one man now behind bars who's talking about what he did. Reporter Jordan Robertson joins us now from Bloomberg's Washington newsroom. Tell us about the hacker at the center of the Bloomberg investigation who's making some pretty big allegations. Sure, he he is. His name's Andres Sepulveda. He's a 31-year-old Colombian hacker. He's, he's in jail. He's in prison two years into a 10-year sentence for hacking related to the 2014 presidential elections in Colombia. We began speaking with him about nine months ago in prison interviews. And the story that he tells, which we've been able to, you know, validate to our satisfaction, you know, many pieces of it, is one that he, you know, had aligned with a a top Latin American political strategist named J.J. Rendon. And for eight or nine years, you know, was hacking on behalf of presidential campaigns throughout Latin America, Colombia, Mexico, Venezuela and others. And it's almost an unbelievable tale until you think about what's at stake in some of these campaigns. And it's cliche, but, you know, information is power. And that was the currency that he trafficked in. His biggest revelation is that he helped rig the Mexican election in 2012 that brought Enrique Peña Nieto to power and returned his pre-party to power after 12 years out of government. That one really seemed to suggest how deep into the dirty tricks playbook Sepulveda was reaching. Specifically, what did Sepulveda allege he did in the Mexican election? Like, sure. How do you hack a campaign? Very simply. A lot of people, and this was another surprise for us too, when we started reporting this, we assumed it was hacking the voting machines, hacking the ballot box. It's you know the modern day equivalent of stuffing the ballot box. And he said that wasn't really his focus. His focus was uh, espionage, was intelligence gathering. And that means exclusively almost you know, attacking the top strategists of the candidates. And I, I recall a funny conversation we had with him where we're 
like, well, how focused were you on on the candidates themselves? And he just laughed. He's like, the candidates don't know anything. Their strategists know everything. Mm. And uh, information was power. And, and that information was then fed into, according to Sepulveda, you know, the pre-campaign to help both the presidential election as well as governors and mayors and all sorts of other local elections. That's the key, but also social media manipulation as well, influencing people's opinion based on that hacked information and exploiting vulnerabilities that these campaigns know they have, sensitive issues that they don't really want out there, uh, but doing it in a way that it seems authentic, an authentic expression of regular people. Did Sepulveda give you evidence proving he kind of staged these misinformation campaigns? He did. You know, that was the, the funny part of all this is we spent months interviewing him, hearing his story. And then we reached a point where after we'd peeled back the layers of the onion, we said, all right, well, what now? How do we make this a story that we could actually publish? Where, how do we prove that any of this is remotely even true? And it turned out Sepulveda had kept what he calls an insurance file, a secret insurance file, you know, on his former boss, J.J. Uh, Rendon. And, uh, you know, many of their communications. And these were emails that, you know, they had both, uh, he was supposed to have delivered.